Support for IPR comes from Orchestra Iowa, presenting Pops on the River, an outdoor concert experience with songs from the Eagles featuring the Seven Bridges Band and the entire symphony. June 1st at McGrath Amphitheater. Tickets at orchestraiowa.com. Today is Tuesday. It is the 5th of September. This is Here First from IPR News. I'm Clay Masters. A longtime Northwest Iowa educator who thought he would lose students to private schools did not see any change in enrollment this school year. That's after the passage of education savings accounts in the Iowa legislature earlier this year. Around 700 attend class in the Lawton-Bronson School District, headed up by Superintendent Chad Shook, who still believes the plan ignores the funding challenges of public schools. I mean, you can't argue against fact that it's taking money away. I mean, you hear people say that it's not. It is. Every student that goes, I mean, takes money away. You know, you look at the teacher shortage that we're having right now, and and it's hitting full circle. Shook says his district, located east of Sioux City, will receive $1,250 for every student who lives in his district and participates in the ESA program. The Iowa Department of Education says the final number of students receiving ESAs will not be available until later this fall when school enrollment numbers are certified. In July, the state reported 40 percent of students who applied for ESAs plan to move from public to accredited non-public schools. Many Iowans suffer from long COVID symptoms, but as IPR's Natalie Krebs explains, experts say it's still unclear why some people develop persistent symptoms. As the U.S. has seen an increase in COVID cases, more Iowans are vulnerable to experiencing long COVID or persistent symptoms that last at least four weeks. Lauren Graham is the director of the post-COVID clinic at the University of Iowa Hospitals and Clinics. She says experts don't know why some people develop ongoing symptoms. I also see perfectly healthy 30-year-olds and you know, 75-year-olds with many chronic conditions. So it can really affect anyone. And the severity is not often matched with the severity of the illness or uh, the number of chronic medical conditions they have. Graham says it's important to stay up to date on COVID vaccinations and talk to your doctor about possible treatments like Paxlovid if you do get COVID. A Des Moines man who survived nearly six years in World War II's Nazi concentration camps has died. The Jewish Federation of Greater Des Moines says 95-year-old David Wolnerman was the last Iowan known to have survived the camps. Wolnerman was born in Poland and lost most of his immediate family to the Nazis. After liberation, he lived in Germany, Cleveland, Indiana, and eventually Des Moines. In his later years, Wolnerman shared stories of his liberation with schools and community groups. An ongoing archival photography project in Cedar Falls has been awarded a two-year National Endowment for the Humanities grant to help its users see the big picture. IPR's Grant Leo Winterer has more. The Fortapon project, based at the University of Northern Iowa, will use the $149,000 to develop an augmented reality app called Main Street 360 that will allow users to interact with the archive's 160 years of photographs as if standing where they were taken. Fortapon founder and professor of interactive digital studies Bettina Fabo says the app will help Iowans engage with their local history and become a part of its telling. This is one great way of helping people interact their own local history and really appreciating change over time and by looking at how vibrant maybe a community was 50 years ago, maybe it's incentive to bring it back. The app is anticipated by spring with the grant's second year to be devoted to outreach in libraries and schools in and beyond Iowa. 
And a local LGBTQ pride group was excluded from a southwest Iowa town's Labor Day parade, apparently by the city's mayor, who cited safety concerns. Shenandoah Pride planned to have a small group walking with a banner and a drag performer riding in a convertible with candy and stickers to hand out in the parade in Essex. That's a town just north of Shenandoah. This is Here First from IPR News. I'm Clay Masters. You can find this podcast wherever you subscribe to them. Thanks for listening. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.